Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Shameless in Chicago. This is your host, Nin. I'm Luke. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about our red flags. I think you're full of them. Oh, I'm literally wearing red today. Oh, my gosh. I am a walking red flag. Okay, guys. Luke came up with this idea of talking about our red flags, and I told him, I don't think I have any red flags. <laughs> and I personally think if someone ever says that to you, that person is literally the embodiment of red flags. Their body's being held up by the red flags. Boo. You are a red flag. You are my red flag. I don't have Red it. flag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I definitely think I, I've hidden mine pretty well. They're, they're subtle, but I'm sure if my boyfriend knew how much of a, a slob I was. Oh. I, I'm a bit of a slob. Actually, no. Okay. So you used to be a slob. I used to be a slob, but now it's really just my laundry still on the floor. And then I feel like I came into your life and I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. What, what really would hurt me is when you would look into my fridge. Oh, okay. And you'd say, oh, what is going on here? Yeah. You see, that's you. It's judgy. Judgy. You're judgy. I am judgy. A little bit. I, I won't deny it. I'm you, a little judgy. You judged my fridge. No, I didn't judge your fridge. Can you at least tell me what my fridge was full of? Steak. Steak, beer. Yeah. There was a lot of beer. I don't think there was a lot of food in that fridge. Yeah, exactly. There was some, there was some salad dressing. I just want to clear the air. I didn't judge him for the lack of food in his fridge. That wasn't no, no, what no, I was no, judging no. him on. I was judging him on the fact that he was not eating the right foods to sustain himself. Like, I didn't want him to spend money on eating out, eating junk food all the time, ordering DoorDash, Uber Eats. And I was also a slob. Yeah, yeah. I was also a giant slob. Yeah, and I didn't want him to live like that. And, and I did. I lived like that for a while. Yeah. I, yeah. I you know what and that that's my fault. I'm bad at cleaning. I was really bad at cleaning. I've I've yeah. improved for sure, but I can definitely see why I wouldn't want to date myself. Right. Back I, then. Right. It's I come from a place of love at the oh, end of the day. Absolutely, absolutely. But that was my red flag. I'm a I was a slob. Yeah. But I now it's more of my, my laundry's on the floor. I don't fold it. It stays in the hamper. Mm. And then, you know, my fiscal irresponsibility, I guess yeah. we could say that's what my red flags have evolved into. I'm going to die one day. Mm-hmm. I am going to die one day. And this is one of my biggest fears. I'm going to die. So why would I not spend the money? Right. And, right. I, and that's a really awful mentality to have that I've grown into. I mean, when you die, all your debt dies with you. Let's think a nightmare scenario, right? Okay. You're waiting in line for heaven. Mm-hmm. You get up to the pearly gates. Is it Paul or Peter? I don't know. It's either St. Peter or St. Paul at the gate. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I just thought it was God. And he tells you, well, to get into heaven, you owe your entire earthly mortal debt. That's that's not a thing, though, because Jesus didn't like money. I can't. I'm just, I, I don't know, man. I'm afraid. Capitalism is going to infect heaven. No, it, it's really not. <laughs> God is above all, so... <laughs> Yeah. The dollar says in God we trust. Listen, if God is creator of all things being and done, then he's creator of, you know, like the money that's on this earth. So he possesses everything. So fiscal irresponsibility. Oh, fiscal irresponsibility. I I have a lot of fun spending money. I have a lot of fun planning on spending money. And then there's the debt I have to pay back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's the debt that I have to pay back from having a lot of fun with yeah. my fiscal irresponsibility. And if my father's watching right now, I know the look on his face go, 
just that one heavy sigh. Yeah. That, that, that tells you everything. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of memories. I did a lot with what I had. Yeah, that's true. Now we're here. That's true. I don't know why I just thought of McDonald's. Red flag. <laughs> Says she's all natural, drinks McDonald's Coke. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Liar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, McDonald's Coke, guys. This is not sponsored. I would love the day that McDonald's or Coke sponsors me. I can't. I want to get you a map, and I want you to be able to, like, kind of scratch out every country you try to McDonald's Coke in. Okay, but, like, let me get money to do that. Because I'm gonna get it. It's your, it's gonna be my Christmas present to you. It's gonna come in February. Oh, why February? Because it's gonna be a Valentine's Day gift. Because I'm broke with a capital O. I think we all are. I think most of us this holiday season I, are kind of struggling financially because everything is just so dang expensive. So this holiday season, if you need to tell your friends and family that you just can't afford a gift in your presence or your love will be your gift this year, mm-hmm. go off, do mm-hmm. it. No, seriously. Because that's what I'm doing. Because honestly, there's stuff out there. And I, I feel, I truly believe that the older we get, the more we realize that it's the stuff that doesn't have a price tag on it. That is like invaluable. Because personally, like I don't want anything for Christmas. Like everything that I have is literally like I have it. I get it when I want it type of thing. I literally don't even know what I want when people I ask me. Don't. I say, I, you know. Go to dinner with me or something. Pay a bill. Right. That's it. That's all I could ever ask for at this point. Pay a bill. Right. Exactly. And for my friends, my family, I'm not getting anyone anything. I don't have the money to get anyone anything. And this is not me being selfish. Like, oh, I don't have money to spare for you. Like, I'm hoarding all of this wealth. No, I genuinely, like, bills have gotten so expensive. Interest rates have risen, what, four times in the past year? Right. Exactly. And that's affecting your credit cards nonstop. And I've been open about it with, like my boyfriend, my family, my friends, is that I will not be getting you anything this Christmas. It's strictly because I can't afford it. God willing, next year, life will be different. Now, sadly, I don't think, and this is back to my fiscal responsibility, that I can follow the same rule. My mother's birthday is this year. She's hitting a milestone, and her birthday is literally December 31st. My mom's birthday is literally Christmas Day. I, but I just, I already had a plan. Really? Yeah. Is your, really? Yeah, she's I did not, I've known you for what, 10 years, and I didn't know your mom's birthday was on Christmas? Yeah, my mom's a Christmas baby. That's awesome. Yeah. My mom's doing a big one. I know. I'm so happy for her. I know. Happy birthday, Diane, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but so like, I've convinced myself I'm going to get her a pair of gold earrings. Oh, I think that's a nice gift. And so I, I want to do gold, the pure gold that you, you and I buy, you and I yeah. buy, because my mom and I have the same skin. So we have the same sensitive skin. We have the same sensitive ears. Ooh. So I love the gold that we wear because there's no, there's no irritation. There's mm-hmm. no redness. There's no greenness. I, we go to this. Yeah. We go to Rose Jewelry. Mm-hmm. I, I love their gold so much. I've never had such a comfortable earring. I sometimes forget my ears are pierced. I swear. So I want to get my mom a pair of gold earrings, but you know, luckily they always throw a deal. So mm-hmm. I, I'll hopefully be able to get her something nice. Mm-hmm. Um, My boyfriend, I have to get him something. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's a law. Mm-hmm. I can't help not to. I need to get my dad something. I need to get my stepmother something. I live in their home. Yeah. Um. You know, and then my brother. I want to get my brother something. He just had a baby. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I'm probably just going to get him a video game and I got to get my niece something. Yeah. Oh, and I have to send my nephew something. See, there's too many family members that I've ingrained myself with this year that yeah. I am I am broke till January. Yeah. Maybe February. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I I mean, I totally get that. And just buying people the gifts that you love, it brings you joy buying them and seeing how happy they are. It, it's really nice. It fills me up inside. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I feel the same way. I feel the same sentiment. That's why I'm going to get, like, I'm going to have a budget of, like, let's say $100. And it's supposed to span me across, like, five different people. But they're going to be meaningful gifts, like a mug with a picture of us on it. Aw, you can get that on Walgreens. Right, you can get it on Etsy. You can get it on Shutterfly. You can get it on so many different websites. And I think, like, oh, this is actually really cute, very meaningful. Like, you know, like something small here and there. Honestly, download the Walgreens app. Walgreens does really affordable photos on, like, mugs, on planners, yeah, on yeah. photo albums. I I love the Walgreens app. I didn't even know how useful it was. Not sponsored. Right. I did not know how useful it was. I have a Walgreens right down the street from my office. I get some pictures printed. I go down halfway, halfway through the day. I go down and I pick them up. Walgreens on the corner of Happy mm. and Healthy. That's actually a really good idea. You can print out a bunch of photos of you and a loved one. And create them like a little photo album. They sell photo albums at the dollar store, five below. They make them for you in the Walgreens app. You can literally buy a pre-made photo album, a pre-made mug, a calendar. They will print this stuff for you. Is that at an affordable price? It's at an affordable price. Okay, cool. I you know I because you know everything else at Walgreens is super expensive. Right. The photos, like I, I think it's really reasonable. No, that's actually very cute, and I like that. Yeah. Yeah, so there's one idea for everyone. Do not go to Walmart. Why not Walmart? Walmart's more expensive, I feel. It, I, it's, I've done it Walmart, Walmart once. Walmart has gotten so ridiculously expensive. It's insane. And they're, I was checking their profits yesterday. They've made $160 billion. Yeah, these are Target prices. Let's be real. Right. These are no longer Walmart cheap prices. They're no longer a competitor. Actually, I've never heard of great value like this. For example, as I was talking about in a previous episode, Walmart claims that it has like the lowest prices. I don't think they claim that anymore. We have the lowest prices. I have not seen that in a while. But Fairlife Milk, for example, at Walmart is four thirty-eight. At Target, it's four nineteen. So clearly, they're they're not really price matching anymore, and it's really disheartening to see because Walmart is in so many low-income areas low-income states let's just say even accessible you know walmart is was supposed supposed to be accessible for all not low income if you needed to drive 35 miles into Bumbleland, right you know there's a walmart in the plaza it's right. gonna be on your right in two miles right and it's so accessible and i think that they know how accessible they are they're literally in all the best locations and they're the only locations like that's the location people do their grocery shopping at, you know, like in the Chicagoland area, we go to our grocery stores. But if you're going to, let's say, Kentucky, Walmart, you might shop out of the Walmart. Instead. Going to Florida, you're going to Walmart mm-hmm. after you go get a sandwich at Publix. Right. Exactly. So there's just so many different things out there. But can I just say I'm, I'm glad we finally caught up with like the advertisements and whatnot this year. There's been Christmas trees out in Costco since October. No, I swear. <laughs> I I hate that. I feel like everything has its own time. Like October is Halloween. November is Thanksgiving. December is Christmas. If you want to take out Christmas decorations, take them out mid-November. But earlier than that, October is just no. Like I feel like as soon as October 1st hit, Macy's, Costco, everyone was Uh, like, let's take out the Christmas decorations. Yeah, and mid-November, that's perfectly reasonable because especially if you live in a snowy area in December, Mm -hmm. you're going to save yourself a lot of guff and grief and whatnot. But if you're coming at me and your Halloween decorations are Santa. 
I know. Are you gonna have a twelve foot Jack Skellington in a in a Santa hat? Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna throw some fists. And I really feel like this year, for example, Target really rushed the Halloween decorations. Like they placed them mid September, took them out. Like literally, Halloween wasn't even done, and they were already taking them off the shelves. They had to get the pride stuff off of the floors ASAP <laughs> from all the backlash this year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this holiday season. I've been feeling it like the day after Thanksgiving. I was like, set up the Christmas tree. Let's play the Christmas music. I'm excited. I just wish, you know, ever since I heard it was going to be an El Nino winter, which I guess means it's going to be a more mild, warmer and less precipitous winter. Oh, interesting. I want the snow to come a little bit. I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a little I, My seasonal depression is not complete without snow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not complete without my seasonal depression. <laughs> So I need snow a little bit to, to kind of be in the status quo of things. I got that. I yeah, got that. Yeah, you know, like I know. It's either it's either I'm going to be depressed or I'm going to be numb, and I think I'd rather feel something. Today was 50 degrees, but the past couple of days has been really cold. Yeah, and it's been snowing, and I've been loving it. We had a little bit of snow, and I'm so happy. I I'm want so happy. I want a snow day. I want a day where I have to use like a, an emergency vacation day because the roads are so disgusting. I know. I know. We need to get there. We need to curb carbon emissions. Okay. C C E C. What does that say? Curb carbon emissions. Okay. Okay. But you know how we can curb carbon emissions? You don't know either. No, I do. Abolish the five day work week. Because then there will be less people on the road driving each day and less CO2 in the air from people driving. Yep, yep. And I don't know if you guys remember, but during COVID when nobody was driving to work at all. Except for me. Yeah, there was like very minimal cars on the road. People were asking environmentalists, like, is this actually healing our planet? And they were like, yes, it's slowly healing our planet, but it's not long term because we as humans are not engaging in this behavior long term. Now, let me tell you, when there was no one else on the road in the morning when I was going to work, mm-hmm. those roads were a racetrack. Oh, I swear. Oh, I was going to work at 530 in the yeah. morning. I said, oh, I could leave from the north side to the south side in 20 minutes and make it to work on time. The no, moment all of you people came back to work, it was done. It was over. I swear. I wish I everyone swear. worked from home again. I felt like I was a NASCAR driver. Like, oh, I love that. I was like, <laughs> I, so I, I live in the north side. Yeah. I had to drive through downtown yeah. to get to the south side because I worked right by the Sox Stadium. Oh, my gosh. So I made it like zoom, zoom, boom. It was the best ride of my life. In the summer mornings, I'd have all the windows down. I'd have that nice wet air coming through, but it'd still be like refreshing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, those are some of the best mornings of my life. Oh, and we're back. Okay. Well, we have to be honest. What is it? We forgot what we were talking about. We did. Yeah, we we had to we had to reset up some some stuff, but yeah. Um, but you know who we can blame? Who? The millionaires who have brought up the price of a Costco rotisserie chicken. No, they haven't. Costco refuses to bring up the rotisserie chicken because that's what drives them business every single year. Is it? Yeah, it's literally it. They kicked the crap out of those chickens. No, and they actually bought an entire chicken farm so that they could make sure that they provide enough chickens. Was this after they were like 
being told they kicked the crap out of their chickens? Mm, I don't know, but oh, it was well, like Costco, during COVID. Don't come for me. It was during COVID times, and one of their providers was like, hey, "I don't have enough chickens for you," and they're like, "Well, we're still gonna have them." Well, damn, no one asked you to catch me out in a lie like that, but you did it anyways. So props to you. Listen, guys, Gold I'm star. I'm trying to make sure that everything that you hear on our podcast is factually correct. And I personally don't care. I do. I do. I want you guys to listen to us and be like, oh, I just learned this on my little fun podcast that I listened to. And it's like, I learned a new fact. It's like knowing new facts by listening. Like, I don't The more you learn, the more wrinkles you have in your brain, which makes you smarter. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't feel like people need to listen to something like NPR or like. Isn't NPR national public radio as in like it's educational net top public talk radio and like neutral yeah. news? Yeah. That's yeah. good for you. It's good for you, but it's, let's be honest, it's boring. Of course it's boring. It's NPR. Exactly. But if you listen to our podcast. It's nerd porn radio. Our podcast is pretty entertaining. So if you listen to our podcast and you're entertained and then you learn a fun fact, why not? So I start looking at fun facts. Thanks. Anytime. Anytime. It's like saying porn is educational. <laughs> you learn a lot. You really do. You really do. You kids. learn a lot from a little from the 30 seconds you watch total. Oh, oh my God. Oh, how long do you really need? <laughs> Come on. No, I, I'm out. I'm, I'm the bed. I'm done. Come on. Eileen. <laughs> oh gosh. That's funny. That's funny. Why are we like this? I don't know. I kind of blame you, though. You allowed this to happen. I know. Because we're shameless in Chicago. Speaking of Chicago, guys, go ahead and follow me on TikTok at NinsVlogs7. Yeah, you will honestly love her date nights under 50. You like them? I love them. Oh, cute. Even though I don't have a TikTok, I catch them any way I can. Yeah. When you're watching them, I'll watch them over your shoulder. Yeah. When you're making them, I'll watch them over your shoulder. When you're making them in person, I'll be there. You've actually never been to one I've of I've been to one of them. Which I've one? Been to, well, I've been to one that you've never posted. I think I was at one one of those healthy anti-inflammatory make, restaurants. Oh, True Food Kitchen. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, but that was before my date nights under 50. Okay, well, I was there when but you discovered it. My date nights under 50 are honestly so great because I feel like during this time, like we were talking about finances, is that you still want to go on your date nights. You deserve to treat yourself right. You deserve to go out. You deserve to see a movie. You deserve to go right. mini golfing. You deserve to go get a coffee and walk around the mall. Right. Life isn't just about working every day and waiting until Friday, waiting until the weekend, waiting until summer, waiting until you get your bonus. Life waiting, isn't. You can't live for the weekend. You can't. Life isn't about waiting for the next best thing. It's about really seizing the moment and being happy with what you have in the moment. So go take your date night under 50. Like go do that. Have fun. Um, for my date nights under 50, I really thought of it as maybe there's a couple and their kids have a field trip coming up and they want to pay for the field trip, but they also want to go on their date night or a couple that's having a child and they're saving up for this child or a couple that's just kind of like, Hey, we want to save up for a house. Like, or it's just you and your best friend and you want to be able to pay for you and your best friend. Right. But you don't want to break the bank. And it's like date nights under 50 is there for you. And now those don't include drinks though, right? They don't include alcoholic drinks. And the reason why they don't include alcoholic drinks is because alcoholic drinks are really a luxury at the end of the day. That's true. They really are a luxury. We're not in Italy. Right, right. Well, you're not getting free champagne. But day nights under 50 is really just the ambience, which is nice. You should have that. And then the dinner, of course. 
And then maybe a soft drink because that's what I enjoy. Me and my boyfriend don't personally enjoy alcohol. The people that I go out to dinner with, because they're not all with my boyfriend. Some of them are with friends. They too don't enjoy alcohol. So alcohol is not included. Also, let's be real. They're a luxury. They're $15 a cocktail. I'm not an alcohol person, but I've, I've cut juice and soda out of my diet. So like when I go out. I'll I'll have a juice or I'll have like you know a, a mix whatever at they mm-hmm. have. Now my boyfriend will tell you I drink all of Sprite and I will call him a liar to this day. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like like if you go like Olive Garden or something, they yeah. have like mixed lemonades and whatnot. Oh. I'll have that. That yeah. would be my 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 alcohol. That'll be my luxury drink. Right. Yeah. You gotta treat yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself right. Go get your nails done. I got a manicure the other day. You no, know, I need to cut my nails. Really? Yeah. You know, my boyfriend and I we used to do each other's nails. Oh yeah, we how was that? Yeah, it was good. I think we should do it again. I just I'm every time I say I'm gonna do it, mm-hmm. I I don't. Mm-hmm. But you know, we used to do the entire you know clip down the nails. We'll file them. We'll do the base coat, clear coat, top coat. We do it all. Uh, he used to get his gels done. And, oh, but you know it's like sixty bucks. It's so expensive Gosh. to get your nails done now. Why? Why? I, I thought about learning it. how to do gel myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, I was like, you know what? I I can't invest my time into that. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought about buying the machine, but the machine itself is like three hundred dollars. Well, you know, and I was reading that the UV lights that they use cause like skin cancer in your it hands. It can. It can. My friend who is actually like he's a nerd, guys. He's literally such a huge nerd, and. He is in medical school. He's a biologist. He's a science nerd. He's a nerd. Yeah. Through and through. And he told me that it's like the rays hit your DNA and they're bound to hit one part of your DNA that can actually change how stuff functions in your body. And that's how like moles and sunspots and stuff are made? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Or like cancerous cancer yeah there you have it folks the son can type your dna like a piano and then you can get cancer yeah he like sent me a whole message on facebook about it and i was like i knew my theory was correct i knew it had to do something because there's no way that we try to avoid uvs we try to avoid radiation we try to avoid blue lights we try to avoid all of these lights yet we're voluntarily sticking our hand in this thing just so our nail polish doesn't chip You've mentioned radiation, mm-hmm. and it sparked something in my brain that I have to ask you about. Mm. So growing up, were you told that, like, radioactive, like, energy, like a, a power plant, a nuclear power plant, mm-hmm. were you growing up, like, believing that's, like, a horrible form of energy and it's, like, horrible for the environment? I was. I was actually, like, I feel like I was conditioned to believe that it was almost biologically horrible for you to live near a nuclear power plant. I mean, aren't you, like, living by, like, if you live by the power lines, it's, like, not good for you? See, I live by the power lines, and no one ever really said shit about it. Interesting. So maybe it's all propaganda from the millionaires. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. And let me tell you why. Because I watch a lot of old TV shows, right? What do you mean, like, old TV shows? Like, like Three's Company, Golden Girls... Oh, my God. So you go 70s? Oh, I love those shows. It's just such simpler times. But if you look at, yeah, 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 Three's Company came out in the 70s. Jeez. And Golden Girls, I believe, came out in like the 80s. I like Family Matters. Okay. Yeah. But if you look up how these older people died um, and what they died of, a majority of them is actually cancer. Yeah? Yeah. But so 
how does that tie into if you live next to the power lines or not? Because I think we as humans have gotten smarter and we've learned from the passing of so many people before us. I want to let you know right now that three years ago, people thought 5G antennas caused COVID. But you realize that that was just a theory. It wasn't like backed by science. I know, but that's what people believed. And so I work in an industry that hangs these antennas Mm -hmm. and we constantly had to pull our crews off because people will be coming to our workers in the streets, threatening them, saying that they didn't want these antennas because they cause cancer, because they cause COVID, because they're government spy devices. People will, will believe some weird things. I don't even think it's weird. I think it's. Our government at this day and age is really harboring a lot of paranoia within people. Yeah. And that's not healthy because they're creating this like divide of like, if you're vaccinated with COVID, you're allowed to come into this bar. But if you're not, then you're not. In retrospect, in retrospect was messed up yeah you know i i did it i was a little about it mm-hmm. i got the shot and yeah. I, I i don't know i feel weird about having it now really yeah why is that i just i'm i as a core person i'm afraid of the doctor yeah but i got a covid shot in a um what can only be described as a rejected location for a spirit <laughs> halloween <laughs> so yeah and you know what i got it from like a national guardsman i think oh okay so yeah i i definitely feel a little strange about it so i didn't get the boosters okay i already feel like the government's targeting me right now (laughs) 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 um but yeah you know i just i don't know i'm i'm medically paranoid i think a lot of people are which people have the right to be for sure because if you yeah. think about it, you watch these commercials and you take this medication. It's like side effects may include no, 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 no. And I think celebrities have actually gotten in trouble for not listing the side effects. Like the Ozempic thing? Yeah. 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 And think about this day and age, how many doctors urge women to have C-sections? It's crazy. We as a developed nation have so many C-sections done when we really shouldn't be. It's safe. They say it's safer for the baby, but, you know, for the mother, it's a higher risk. It is a higher risk for the mother. I'd rather save the mother. But personally, if it's your choice to have a C-section, that's your choice. It's literally I your don't, choice. I believe a doctor should be there to give you the information for what you want. A doctor should not be there to influence you unless mm-hmm. it's going. But look at me. I can't have a baby. Yeah. But I know a doctor should, like, influence you unless it's something that you want information on. I think when you're in that state of distress, you don't know. Yeah. Like, you know? You're nervous, it's- especially if it's your first baby. I'm sure. Oh, my God. I I, I don't think it even matters. Like, I even if you're having your 10th, it's still like, it's Scary. yours. Like, it's that's your yours. Yeah. It's Ooh. your body. It's your baby. It's just all yours encompassing. It's your pain to own, not the doctors to tell you what to endure. Yeah, exactly. Unless that's your choice. Exactly. And I just think it's been so ridiculous in, in the government trying to tell everyone, like, what to do. And in turn, it's influencing companies and like I was applying for some jobs today and they're like, yeah, we won't hire you if you're not vaccinated against COVID-19. They're still doing this? They're still doing then that. Then I hope it's a work from home job. Right. And it's like. You want people to be safe from COVID? Don't come to the office. And it's like you are excluding people for choosing something for their own body. And I know like people will argue about things and all of that, but. To shove people out of work and not allow them to work for your company because they're not vaccinated is unfair. You cannot tell me that I don't have the right to feed my cat. 
Yeah, feed your family. Have yeah. a roof over your head. Let's let's do the basic. Have a roof over your people head. People fight for a living wage. People, and these are the same people who say that we want the vaccinations to get their jobs. People want to fight for a living wage for twenty dollars burger flippers. I'm in support of that, but don't tell me then I have to go get a shot and then potentially get something weird in my body. You know, right? I have the right to live the way I need to live. Right, exactly. I need to live, and it's a free country at the end of the day. Like. I get freedom isn't free and thank you to all of our veterans out there, but there's freedoms that they are fighting for, for us. And that is not for our government to take them away from us. I think the government should just take five years off. I think they should definitely have term limits. Oh my God. Don't. So like, I, I personally just don't want any of it. <laughs> I want all I I if if the Capitol building were to just not be there anymore and like everyone's okay, you know, but those buildings just aren't there and their purposes are deleted from the earth. Mm. For, for I for a limited we have the entire infrastructure here, you know, we have Wi-Fi, we have electricity, we've got mm-hmm. running water, we've got gas. Sure, we're gonna need some people to kind of, you know, toughen up, be the doctors and be like the workers and help pass on the trades. Yeah. Come on, do we really need these people telling us how to live? I mean, lives? if you think about it, we've always had government since like the beginning yeah, of time. I know. Like Assyrians literally limits, had kings. Can, we can definitely start with term Let's limits. Let's start with term limits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. no reason that someone who looks like a, a, a turtle that's been aged into jerky should be making decisions whether I can get married or not. Wasn't like Diane Feinstein literally 99 and still in office and then she died? What? Yeah, she, she was, wanted to go to work yeah. until she was 99. And that's the thing. So don't they get paid after they're out of the term anyways? Like, like don't you get paid a pension? Yeah, I, and I thought they get paid like, I thought they get paid so much more money even if they were voted out of office. And there's no reason for our politicians to be multimillionaires, maybe even billionaires at this point. I should, I don't even know. I mean, where are they getting all that money from us? It's not only from us. They're literally taking money from the lobbyists and all of these people are like, hey, push our agenda. Are you telling me that all I have to do to be a billionaire is sit in a hotel lobby? And it's like our government, honestly, like term limits are so important. Like, why do I have somebody who's 80 years old running my country? Why do I have somebody who's in their 70s trying to run for office we need people who are more worldly and who are yeah. a bit more with the times and with how the world grows i'm not saying we right. need someone overly progressive and all that but we no, definitely no. need someone who knows that we're not trying to have a race war anymore that's so 1980s right right and it's like what do the people want what do they need we need somebody who's more connected with us and connected with our times like you guys have exhausted this talk on abortion. Oh like, my gosh. They keep going to it and it's like, stop beating it with it. Like, and keep the LGBT people out of your mouth. Come up with something new. These teenagers are out of fucking control. And you want to come for the people throwing on a drag show? Right. You got kids running in the streets of Chicago, beating up Teslas with their bare hands and right. recording it for clout right. on Instagram. Right. What are their parents doing? Right. Exactly. What? And it's like, but that's such a valid question. Like, what are their parents doing? They're are, definitely not raising their kids. But the thing is, their parents might be working, trying that's to make true. ends Three meet. Three jobs. Three jobs. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, they can't afford child care. Huh. I literally haven't heard a single politician bring up the issue of child care. Free child care, right? Not subsidized. Not for low-income families. For everyone. You can make multi-million dollars. And I want you to have free child care. Mm-hmm. Because 
everyone should have that right to have free child and care. how much how many jobs would that create child care so much you get janitors so you get more maintenance you get the people who need to watch your kids you get mm-hmm. your cafeteria workers yeah that's gonna make jobs for people especially in your know, low-income neighborhoods or people who mm-hmm. have no access to steady work exactly exactly and i just think these Solve the world problems right here but hey these issues are just so important to talk about and they just keep going towards the, what would you call them? Like hot topics or? Um, I, yeah, I would definitely call them the hot button topics because yeah. they're the same old tired topics that we've been going through. And honestly, we're tired of fighting over them. Right, exactly. We're tired of fighting over them. Because we already know kind of what's wrong, what's right. Love who you want to love, your body, your choice, mm-hmm. blah, 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 move on. No, literally. Like, but yeah, anyways, let's get back onto the real thing. Why are teachers paid less than a Starbucks barista? Dude, I know. So, you know, and that's kind of where term limit comes in. Someone who was voted in in 1974 thinks $35,000 is a liberal wage mm-hmm. because you can buy a house with that in 75. Right. Right. So, no, the dollar has not really increased. The dollar has increased in their bank accounts because they keep pulling from our taxes more and more. Mm-hmm. Remember, income tax was supposed to be temporary when this country started. Was it really? Income taxes were the reason that we threw all the tea in the harbor. This is supposed to be a taxless nation. Oh, wow. We're literally a country that thrives off of taxing people. Yeah, no, no. Ta- like we Think about it. We... All of the people who came over from Britain and whatnot came over from Europe. How did the Revolutionary War start? I honestly don't know. The Revolutionary War started because the British didn't like how that the Americans were fighting against the terrorists. I'm sure if your sister were here right now, she would <laughs> school me in this. And so I would love if she was here right now. She could phone her in. Um, but so, you know, we did the whole tea party and whatnot, blah, 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 blah. We're not paying our tariffs. We're not paying our taxes. And now mm-hmm. we're going to start attacking your guards because we don't appreciate that you're going to tax us while you're over there benefiting from the fruits of our labors across the ocean. Oh, so that's literally exactly what's going on right now. Yeah, no. So, but it's like, you know, civil war, here we come. I, you know, France went through revolution because they didn't have food. Mm, what's going to happen here? And you know, during COVID, I read that France had significantly less car fires because more people were staying inside less, not none, mm-hmm. just less. Okay. But apparently it's a very frequent thing because those people know how to riot. Oh, Wow. They really like to riot with their fires. <laughs> they really do. I, res- I respect the Frenchman who knows how to riot. And going off of that, I think we need to, we as Americans need to look at what, not our answers, our ancestors, our ancestors come from different countries. Our ancestors came from different situations. <laughs> this is a whole different ball this game. This is a whole different ball game. Oh no, we're but, in different wars. But as Americans, we need to look at what our forefathers did in this country and how people banded together, how people revolted together and for the right cause. And they didn't stop until they got what they wanted. I mean, well, it evolved into this. So it must have, must have had something go wrong somewhere. I mean, something's been going wrong. Term limits. Um, term limits. Li- not term limits. Age limits. We've been saying term limits. We mean age limits. Isn't it the same thing? No, term limits is like a president can only run for eight years total. Actually, you know, a president can actually run for 10 years total. What? Yeah actually be running for 10 years total i we'll have to google that yes i need more information on that yes uh no term limits i mean yeah age limits sure i don't want to you know, listen some people that we have right now bernie sanders at this point if he were to run again you're not getting my vote because you are beef jerky yeah no mr mr brandon 
he's very old. Kamala Harris, you know, I was really hopeful for Kamala Harris, honestly, when, when Biden was elected in, but I don't like the way she speaks. Her public speaking is... I was not hopeful for Kamala Harris. Her public speaking threw me off. I was like, this, this is, this is it? Mm-hmm. This is the... No. 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 I need somebody who dominates a room. I need somebody with confidence to come in. I need Olivia King from Scandal. Yes, exactly. The way she comes in and Olivia literally. Pope. Olivia Pope from yeah, Scandal. Yeah. In that first scene, she comes in and then she writes it on the board. And it's like that fierceness. And like, I need that for somebody who's running my country and talking to other countries and foreign powers who, America, don't get too cocky. Somebody can very easily take us over if we show any signs of weakness. And no offense, but having Joe Biden and him saying, what word do you have for Iran if they were to take over? Don't. Bro, like, really? That That was the answer. That, Com- that was it? That was it. Kamala Harris. Don't. All right, everyone, get ready. <laughs> right, like... Don't like that's what you're saying. They're gonna Iran over here, right? They're gonna Iran over to Israel. Like, oh no, yeah. I mean, that's Palestine is literally being backed by Iran, is it really? Yeah, I don't know enough about the situation. Honestly. Oh my god, yeah. this and, is a topic for another podcast yeah, where we're educated, guys. This is crazy topics going on in our country today, and the best that we can talk about is abortion and gays and the gays. And the gays. That's it. That's all this country wants to talk about is abortion and the gays. Let's get something straight. For one, and the gays, like, let's be honest here. You can't erase the gays because that's something in someone's biology. Yeah. You know, I you, that that's just going to pop up every time. And um, what was the other thing? Abortion. Abortion. Yeah. Um, listen, you're not going to stop abortion. You're going to stop a safe abortion. That, yeah. That, that's all At I that have point. to say. No matter what your view is on that. Yeah. Someone's going to find a way to do what they feel that they need to do. Exactly. In that moment. And like to just have a blanket statement over abortion. I don't know. I'm not going to say my stance on abortion. No, I mean, that's, 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 that's a personal. It's definitely your personal choice, your personal being, but for the government to enact control over it, for us to just that be the only topic we talk about over it we're done yeah they're doing a lot of other shit that they don't want us to look at they're doing so much shit and like let's talk about things like i don't know the fact that we can't afford housing at our age my parents had a house at my age me too (laughs) they had probably on their fourth car at my age together as a married couple yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah no i remember i was so my mother was 23 when i was born Mm mm-hmm and we had our first house by the time I was two. So she was yeah, 25 as a homeowner. Mm-hmm. Then we bought our second house by the time I was four. So she was a 27-year-old second-time homeowner. And my dad's on his second home or maybe third. I don't know what happened before that. Yeah. What, this this is not what my parents were going through. This is no. I'm going through something different. <laughs> we really are. And I think that's very important is that we have become an economy of renters. But if you think about it, we are the most well-educated youth, young adults that there has ever been in American history. 
So I think term limits are important, not just age limit, because we need term limits so we have younger people competitive and get into office who know what it's like to live in a climate like this. Yeah. And we need to cap their salaries. We need to cap. We need to cap. So I, I heard that Pete Boutique, whatever, the only gay congressman, and he's, mm-hmm. he's in the, I don't know what he does. I don't I don't like him that much. Coming okay. from a gay man, I don't okay. like this one that much. Um, um, But there was a a bill to move his salary to $1. Oh, really? His yearly salary. Oh. And I think it passed through the house. Okay, but you realize that passing his salary to a dollar is going to lead to more corruption. I mean, I just want them all to make $50,000. I think that's as much as they should make. So they can see what it's like for the rest of us. Yeah. You know, that's not even the rest of us. $50,000 is generous because $50,000 is the minimum in what you need to live in today's world with a roommate. But if you're making any less, you are not making ends meet. No, you're not. None at all. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. No. In this day, you have debt, you have a car payment, you yep. have utilities, you mm-hmm. have rent, you have your mortgage, you have insurance, you have your tolls to pay, you have gas, you've got mm-hmm. maintenance to your car, you have your cell phone to pay, you've got your food, you have your you have your groceries. If you've got pets, you've got to take care of them. If you've got kids, oh my God, those things are, you know, having a cat can cost you up to $60,000 in its lifetime. That's 60000 of your dollars. That's a for lot. Its basic needs. Wow. So through all these things... And to only make $50,000 in a year is insane to me. It's literally so crazy. to me. Like I was looking at apartments with my boyfriend and we don't want to move in together because personally, I don't believe in moving in together until you're married, but that's my personal preference. That's my cultural beliefs. And it's just so ridiculous to me because we were looking at apartments and we were looking at quote unquote luxury apartments and please what are their luxuries they're just updated they have a washer dryer in the kitchen like it's london yeah in unit washer dryer and a washing like um what is it called dishwasher yeah and that's luxury that's quote unquote luxury and they're charging you minimum two grand and if you do the math, you have to make three times. You have to make three times and you have to pay first and last and you have yep. to pay security deposit. Mm-hmm. And if you want to live somewhere like in downtown Chicago, you're going to have to pay an elevator fee. And that elevator fee, you're going to have to pay for your move-in fee, your mm-hmm. move-out fee. You're going to have to pay a deposit fee. For my first time ever doing that, I paid $900. And then I had to pay another $300 as a deposit when I moved out again. So I could hardly afford to move out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the background check. Don't forget. And they want to charge you for parking too. $150 for parking. Uh, and they also want to charge you for your pets. And they want to charge you for utilities as well. Don't yeah, forget that. Yeah, sometimes they have a package for it too so they can make it seem like you're winning. Yeah, exactly. And that... I've only ever had one good landlord. My aunt. <laughs> and that brings you to a grand total of like damn near $3,000 a month in order to live the bare minimum in these quote unquote luxury apartments. Hey, you forgot about parking. I did. I. Oh, did you include parking? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, $150 if you want, like, with your luxury apartment. But if you're living downtown, downtown Chicago, how much was your parking, Luke? My parking was um, $300 a month. Now, let's talk about some of the basic needs that your average American may need sometimes, such as you've got to go out to the movies. You're going to go out to the bar. And, hey, if you have a gym membership, you're fucked. Right. <laughs> right. I was lucky. My, my building had a gym. Mm-hmm. But I think people have gotten a little spoiled with some of the big-name gyms with the mm-hmm. saunas, the yeah. pools, the rock yeah. walls, and all mm-hmm. that. You don't get that in a nope. downtown um, building. No, no, no. You get you get your basics. You get some weights. You get an elliptical. You get two ellipticals, and you get all the awkward guys that live in your building sweating next to you. Um, 
So with all this together, what other expenses did I miss, by the way? Because did I get your coffee? Did I get if you're a smoker, you know, if you're smoking cigarettes, weed, if you're a drinker, you know, all of this is going to add in and eat into your bottom dollar, which is you pulling out of your savings. So if you're making $50,000 and you want to live a life like that, I hope you live somewhere. Well, you can't. They would reject you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because so you're not making three times. Therefore, you've already lost. In order to afford to live in these places, you need to be making $90,000 a year. That's three times. 90 grand a year to afford to live in these places. Like, and the average American salary, the average is between 47 to 50 grand. So who is affording to live here? Oh, I know who's affording. The couples that move in together. The person who has a roommate. I didn't realize that I went to college so that I had to live with a roommate. Yep. You didn't realize that you became an adult the way your parent did at your age. Right. Have a house, kids, and you have to have a roommate. And you have to have a roommate. You have to have a roommate. Like, roommates were totally like a college thing. They were fun. But that's not the goal. The goal is to be independent. And exactly. To be independently wealthy and to be able to do the things that you want to do at a whim. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, like, you want to have somebody who lives with you sure you want a roommate straight out of college for a little bit sure but to have to rely on a roommate to sustain your living it's a joke is not okay it's a joke like you have college you have years of work experience and you still can't afford to live on your own unless somebody else lives with you we're and we come from a generation where our parents were able to buy a house on their own they rented they rented to save up money for a home. Nowadays, we have to live with our parents and save up for a home. We can't rent and save up simultaneously. Like, that's just not realistic. What I've seen some couples do, which I personally think is um, horrifying, is that say we have a couple that will move in together. Mm-hmm. It's a dual income. So it's a dink couple right now. You know, you yeah. know what a dink is? No. Du- it's dual income, no kids. Okay. So a dink couple. Mm-hmm. So a dink couple will move in. I love the word dink. Um, both of them will work mm-hmm. and they'll live off of one person's salary mm-hmm. and they'll save everything from the other person's salary. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that is horrifyingly dystopian. Oh, it's scary as shit. Yeah, you're telling me that I can't have access to my money because we need to eat, but we're going to use this money to maybe buy a house one day if one of us doesn't get a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. You know how much a kidney stone costs everyone? A kidney stone to tell them, to for have these people to tell you to pee it out, you got to get a CAT scan, you have to get a blood test, you have to get this, that, and the third, they got to fill you up just to tell you to pee it out and they tell you, you owe me $1,827. And that's just so ridiculous because they know the answer is to just pee it out, but yeah. they have to find a way to charge yes because at the end of the day these hospitals are privately owned they're businesses now luckily the blood test does like you know see if you have any like infections or anything but you know i think that needle in plastic tube probably cost 12 dollars at the most 25 cents they're not getting them from it they're probably getting them shipped from they're getting them recycled i swear 95 percent recycled plastic oh that's gross it's like what are we living like everything in this nation has become a business prisons are businesses that's true hospitals are businesses there's no more candy stripers what's that yeah you speak like people that come to help the doctors and keep the patients company 
Oh, really? Yeah. That was a thing? Yeah. I don't know you that. Know, it could be just something from old TV shows that are probably a thing, but I grew up thinking they're a thing. I think that's so cute. Yeah. I think they just got rid of candy stripers and put that responsibility on nurses. And CNAs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I feel like a lot of companies are really just getting rid of the middleman and putting the bulk of the work on one person and then being like, okay, we're saving money. We're not paying you for doing three people's jobs and we're going to rank in our billions. Hell yeah. <laughs> but it's like when I was younger and they were like, we're getting rid of the middle class. I'm like, are they really getting rid of the middle class? They're, the middle class is disappearing. What's that? What's the middle class? It doesn't exist. No, it's just like the limit. It does not exist. It's like so sad because the middle class is literally the perfect middle because you don't have, you're not like poor. What Honestly, what we're suffering through with right now because we really are working 40 hour work weeks making a salary. This is the, a depression era wearing yeah. like a smile mask. R- exactly. It's the 1920s all over again, except I feel like. It's the 1920s. It's not funny, though. Nobody's laughing. They're laughing at us. Everyone's making the bare minimum. Again, as I said in our previous podcast, Americans have hit $1 trillion in credit card debt. I don't owe no one nothing except for the credit card companies. (laughs) A trillion dollars in credit card debt. Guys, you know how much that is? That's a lot. Okay, let me put it into perspective. Like, a billion dollars is like... A billion dollars... As a 15-year-old, I made $22,000 in one year. A billion dollars is like the moon next to the sun. That's how much different that is. Yeah. I I did the math the other... I didn't do math, but I asked Siri, and I was like, Hey, Siri, how many seconds is 100 billion seconds? Because, you know, our country just keeps sending billions of dollars to all these other foreign nations and that we, they don't have enough money for us for daycare or for, you know, United Healthcare for everyone, but we have enough for everyone else. Um, 100 billion seconds, guys. We know how quick a second is. It's over 3,500 years. That's before Jesus was even on this earth. And that is why we need term limits because no one deserves to be in office for what feels like a hundred billion years pushing agendas from 78 million years ago. Honestly, you're right. Cause Biden has been in office politics since for he how had long? Brown hair. Yeah. Since, he, since was, he was a, you know, good looking man. Since he was sharp mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us to term limits and age limits. All right. Well, that was a lot. We just spit at everyone. I know, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. It's going to be a long one. It was a long one. But I feel like we really enjoy having a conversation with you guys. And I see you guys liking our stuff. And I appreciate it all. So thank you guys for listening. Of course. And join us next time as Nin takes over the world with her grandmaster plan of infiltrating the Lebanese government. Lebanese? So random. So hey, man. It's least it's one you least expect. They speak French over there. Oh, that was unexpected. And Arabic. So, yeah. The more you know. Well, good night, everyone. Happy right. holidays. Have a good one, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye.